0: Hello, mortals, and welcome to the second installment of Far From Home, our fantasy fic following the adventures of our galactic sisters, Darby and Charlie. In Norse mythology, Valhalla is a haven for heroes, who are shepherded there by female warriors known as Valkyries. But in a galaxy far from here, Valhalla is a pleasure planet and the art of sensuality and connection is its highest commodity. Valkyries are those who are trained to take their clients to the next level, elevating them emotionally, spiritually, and sexually. Our story begins with two young Valkyries on their way to their first assignment, only to be swallowed up by a black hole and spat out in a whole new galaxy. The only planet supporting life was small, repressed, and far from the neon glam these two alien babes grew up around. This planet was Earth. Sad and alone, they finally stumbled onto a late night club with dark moody lighting and naked women. This, they thought, would be their sanctuary until they could return to their own galaxy. But for now, they would have to learn to survive, far from home. The Valkyrie spaceship had been parked on Earth for a few months now. Charlie and Darby, the human names they had chosen to call themselves, sprawled across the carpet and cushions that decorated the floor of their large bedroom. Tonight was their night off, and they are taking full advantage. They sat up. Now, who could that be? In just their robes and slippers, they left the bedroom, walking past a walk-in closet, indoor ball pit, the laboratory, the observatory, the dungeon, the petting zoo, and straight to the front door. Darby pressed the button, and the door disappeared, revealing a frantic young woman. Um, hello, ladies. Uh, I, I need your help. Oh, c- come in, come in. How can we help you? Well, I, I work at a nightclub in the northern side of town, and I took a week off for vacation, and stopped by unannounced today to pick up a few things from my locker. But as soon as I walked in, I I could just tell something was wrong. Well, what is it? Bad customers? Fight night? A bachelorette party? No, no, nothing like that. It was the girls. No tip rounds, no jokes, no talking at all. And then I noticed no one was carrying a money bag, that they were going to private rooms, going to stage, sitting with customers, but there was no exchange of cash. I knew something must be horribly wrong. I was wearing my civilian clothing, so I don't think anyone recognized me, but I was able to sneak out. I've heard stories of you two, and I've been searching for a long time trying to find this this ship. I I know you two, the woman gestured to the spaceship, have probably seen some things, have probably seen more things than any of us could ever imagine. So I thought maybe, You could help figure out what's happening to my girls at the club. Darby and Charlie looked at each other, knowing what they had to do. Of course, we'll help you. Thank you. Oh, and I'm Lulu, and the club is Lucky's Cabaret. Thanks. We'll take it from here. Throw off the slippers and robes and into something inconspicuous. These ladies needed to go in undercover. They hid under hoodies and hats, ready to crack this case wide open. Walking up to the front of the club, they could already feel something amiss. The time was 10 p.m. and a dull glow was coming from behind the door, yet the open sign remained off. They took a deep breath and reached for the door and were surprised when it easily swung open. The babes stepped over the threshold, giving their eyes time to adjust to the extremely low light. I know clubs are dark, but doesn't this seem darker than usual? But as their eyes adjusted, they realized it wasn't just low lighting, but the patrons who occupied the club were shadowy creatures almost like silhouettes of people just sitting at the bar and moving around the club at a sluggish pace. On stage, a girl danced in a zombie-like trance. The dancers' eyes were hazy, clouded with gray fog. We can't be seen! Darby grabbed Charlie and pushed her out of sight and into a nearby bathroom. Okay, we need to stay hidden while we figure out what the hell is happening here. Hmm, maybe we go to the dressing room and find some clues? Okay, let's search around and see if we can find anything. That'll give us a better idea of what's going on. Pulling their hats lower over their heads, they hunched over and scurried close to the walls. They rounded the room until they found an empty hallway. They walked all the way to the end, and at the very end of the hall were two doors. Door number one, locked. Door number two, it opened into a small room covered in mirrors, old chairs, and lockers. They ran in and closed the door behind them. Then, suddenly, from behind them, somewhere in the room, they heard a sound. Who's there? The girls turned around. As they did, ready for the worst, one of the larger lockers swung open, revealing a small woman inside.
1: Oh, hello, uh, are you guys, you guys seem normal, okay, good, I'm, I'm, I'm just hiding out here, I, my name is Love, uh, and I've been hiding in this dressing room for like five days, I, I'm too worried to try and leave, uh, in case they find me, but I've just been living off of, a uh, scrap Luna bars I've been finding in people's, in people's lockers. Oh,
0: my god, I'm, I'm so sorry, Love, uh, what, what has been going on
1: here? Well, um, it it all started about five days ago uh, when the club was sold to a new owner. We had never met the owner before, uh, but we just got a message, a text message that said, uh, Hey, guess what? The club was sold and that we had to come in that night and everybody had to meet him one-on-one. I came in with the rest of the girls, but I was put last on the list to meet the new owner. And uh yeah, I at first all the girls seemed really normal, but then they started to change and they they started to kind of become empty and their energy got low and I, I got really nervous and these shadow people and they they were blocking the door. Um so I I just hit upstairs and I've been, I've been here ever since. Holy shit. We've got a soul sucker. Uh oh, uh, uh, what? Um,
0: a soul sucker. It's 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 a creature that that feeds off of people's life force. Well, oh, that, that What about those shadow people? Are, is are those soul suckers? No, no. Those those are just bottom feeders. They they come and hang out and and feed off of the leftovers. So, so where's this soul sucker guy? My guess is it's never left the manager's office. Is that
1: the locked door next to this one? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's it.
0: I bet he's still hiding in there, snatching up any new girls who walk through that door. <sighs> Charlie and Darby looked at each other. So all we need to do is be the new girls. Rummaging through the open lockers, the babes found exactly what they were looking for some bedazzled dancer boots, a glamorous bikini, and a few garters. They laced up their boots extra tight, knowing they were going to have to kick some serious ass. All right, love, you stay here. Ready, said Charlie. Let's do this, said Darby. Darby led the way, Charlie close behind. They snuck down the hall and peered into the main room of the club, A silent, ghoulish shadow sat behind the DJ booth. A zombie eyed girl danced half-heartedly on stage, her song coming to an end. Hey, how are we gonna get up there? We're not in the lineup. Then I guess we're just gonna have to make some room. At this, Darby stormed up to the front and took the stage. Alrighty, everybody. Yep, look up here. Hello, hello. We are gonna have a good time tonight. Who's ready? Darby jumped into action, swaying her body, swinging around the pole and dropping to the floor. At this, Charlie emerged from the shadows and walked up to the people at the bar. Oh, come on. No tips? No tips at all? Not for me? Not for my girl on stage? Hey, handsome. You want to go upstairs? Let me tell you about our prices. The mood in the room shifted. An uneasy chill of faceless creatures all seemed to be staring at the two girls. And then the music stopped. And a voice came over the PA system.
1: Can the new girls please report to the manager's office?
0: yeah of course yeah we'd love to we're we're coming right up mysterious voice from the ceiling yeah we can't wait to meet you not creepy or or anything we're we're coming we're coming save us those seats boys and have two gin and sodas ready for us when we get back they walked through the crowd approached the hallway walked all the way to the back, reached for that door that had been previously locked. Are you scared? Yeah, yeah, a little. Ah, uh, Yeah, me too. But just remember, this is for our midnight sisters. And with a turn, it opened. Behind the large table sat a tall creature in a suit. Its long head held two beady eyes and a large curled mouth, pointed ears, and a slender hooked nose. Its skin had the appearance of an oil spill, sickly turning from one color to another depending on the angle. Long fingernails tapped on the table.
1: Hello, ladies. Uh, hi. I'm the new owner and manager of Lucky's. Oh, yeah,
0: we love what you've done with the place. Mm, mm mm-hmm. Lots of character.
1: (laughs) Well, if you want to work here, you need to do two things for me. First, look deep into my eyes and tell me how much you want this job. Then, sign your name on the employee list.
0: Darby and Charlie look suspiciously at the soul sucker. Is this how he did it? Sure will bite. They both looked at the creature, but only Charlie focused in on those tiny marble-like eyes. I really want to work here. Me too.
1: How badly?
0: So badly. Please let us work here. How badly? Yeah, so, so badly. Please let us work here. The deeper she stared, the more seemed to be hiding inside those little eyes, much like a marble. It had layers that began to reveal themselves, drawing her in deeper and deeper. Yeah, please, please let us, please let us work here. Please Now, sign your name! The creature pulled out a giant scroll covered in names. The paper was yellowed with age, and many of the names had been faded with time. The creature produced a pen. Charlie reached for it. I don't think so. Darby swung her leg around, lifting it over the table and kicking the soul sucker right in the face. Charlie stumbled back, released from the daze. Darby lunged forward and grabbed the scroll. I'll be taking that.
1: Now, now, ladies, let's not make any rash decisions. Don't worry.
0: We won't. And at that, she tore the scroll in half. The creature screamed, arching its back and tearing through its suit. You okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, You ready to fight? Fuck yeah. In perfect harmony, the two assumed a fighting stance. The soul sucker climbed up onto the desk, screeching. The girls alternated blows, taking turns punching and kicking the creature. But a long clawed hand retaliated, slashing through the skin of Charlie's shoulder and Darby's stomach. They looked down at the blood. We've got to try something else. Like what? Like perfect Perfect unity. unity. But we've never been taught that. We didn't get that far in our Valkyrie training. We have to try. They kicked... They ducked, then both girls took another punch to the face. Oh, I think we have to try something. They took a deep breath. It's about finding center. It's about finding each other. Through all time and space, they still ended up at each other's side. And that's more than just coincidence, it is destiny. A bright light emanated from each babe's chest, enveloping their whole body, floating in the middle of the manager's office, then began to spin around each other. They held each other's hands and leaned back. The lights from their hearts connected and exploded into a blast of color. The creature's eyes blinked, adjusting to the bright light. He rubbed his eyes and then focused on the two glowing alien Valkyries, their eyes and hearts ablaze in neon flame. They delivered one kick, then two, knocking the wind out of the soul sucker. Darby picked up the contract and burned it to ash, just with the intensity of her glowing eyes. The creature screamed. I'm gonna slay your fucking throat. Charlie grabbed the creature by the back of the head and with her other hand, gouged her thumb and middle finger into its eyes. It screeched and writhed in her grasp, trying anything to get out. But she yanked, and with a pop, both little eyes came out of their sockets, and the creature went limp. Girls breathed heavily. Then the light slowly dissipated, returning the two to their normal alien form. We did it. We sure did. They walked back into the locker room and found the dancer, Love, still sitting in her half-closed locker. Hey, we did it. We defeated uh, the manager. The other girls should be coming out of their days soon, and... uh, it's up to you to help them for the next couple of days, you know, get back to normal, but it's gonna be up to all of you to find a new owner, someone who cares about the needs of their employees. Oh yeah, well, oh, how did you guys defeat it? Well, each soul sucker holds their power in different ways. We just had to let it reveal to us where its power was and, and then we could take it out. Always be careful about contracts and what your employer is asking of you. You never know when they're actually evil, mystical creatures who want to suck your soul. Oh, and the shadow people downstairs will go away as soon as the girls start to show some signs of life again. They're only here to prey on the defenseless.
1: Wow, thank you. Thank you, you guys.
0: Oh yeah, of course. We have to take care of our own, right? We'll make sure we're easy to find. That night, the babes returned to their ship and projected a neon heart into the sky. Thank you for listening to this uh, second installment of Far From Home. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you would like to follow us, you can always find us on Instagram at Babes of Valhalla. And if you have any stories, comments, uh, anything you'd like to send us, you can email us at babesofvalhalla at gmail.com. Um, until next time, stay nasty.